Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hi, welcome to the Irish News Podcast. Who have you got in today's podcast? Uh, Maciek from No ID. Okay, so Maciek, tell me a bit about your background. Okay, so I think about myself as a hybrid of software architect and security specialist. For the last 10 years, I've been helping big companies and small ambitious startups bring their ideas to life yeah. and make them secure. I've been involved in broad spectrum projects from building low-level stuff, IoT, web system yeah. to designing security protection and penetration tests for banks and government applications. I was also the first architect of the Australian startup Unlock that uh, raised $39 million and we had a deployment in a few different continents. Yeah. Working experience and passion for security allowed me to confront different views, approaches, how we protect our online lives. And because my brain is always looking for a weak spot for a solution, I was able to identify few missing puzzles in this privacy protection game, which brings us to no ID. And this project is especially important for me because I don't want to I don't want them to create the digital twin of myself either. So what does no ID do? Okay, so when you think about uh, protecting privacy online, we can distinguish three different areas. First is uh, all kind of cookies, tracking software, and everything that basically happens in the browser and the application, you can quite easily protect yourself in this area because the market is, is rich. Yeah. The second area is uh, surveillance at the network level. I'm talking about super cookies, sniffing the medium, or all kind of uh, statistical analysis of the traffic. And to be secure at this area, you can use a VPN solution, Tor, and basically proxy likes. And the third area is the data processing. And this is the place where the things become kind of complicated and problematic for us. Because nowadays we have no control over who knows what about us. Companies ask for our data to use services or buy their product. But the same companies also get hacked, share, and even sell this information in the shadow market. Invisible to us and in a way that allows profiling everybody. Yeah. I know the only 100% working solution to be secure is not to provide the data at all, but then we are, de- then we are deprived ourselves of the possibility to use the everyday application and, uh, and the services. And violating privacy for ads or economical gains is one thing, but we need to understand that our profile can be used to attack and harm us. For example, a phishing attack. When somebody tries to impersonate others to steal information from us, or simply make us to do things. Phishing is a number one vector and the source of approximately 95% of all cyber crimes. And its version called spear phishing is especially dangerous for uh, companies because it's easier to trick employees into clicking a malicious link than breaking into well-secure corporate network. Uh, we should also not forget about Austin, the open source intelligence, yeah. where everybody who has at least some technical skills able to learn a lot from publicly available sources. We willingly share some pieces of valuable information, sometimes unconsciously, without realizing the power of the data when they are gathered together. 
class majority of services available online allows everybody to scrub the data. I know it's against the term of use of the services, but the criminals usually don't care about the regulations. So among the information collected in this way, we can usually find pieces like names, email, logins. Yeah. Uh, and, and these pieces of information can be used as a linking point when we are combining knowledge from the multiple sources. And on average, one email address is associated with over 130 online services. So there is a mass of information to learn from. And the mission of NoID is to mitigate the results of sharing or selling your data by shady companies, yeah. the results of data broker collusions to build extremely detailed profile of you, and most importantly, protect you, protects you against uh, consequences of data breaches. At the same time, I'm aware of an attitude represented by a significant number of people that we have nothing to hide, we simply don't care, but yeah. we need to realize how much impact even one data leak have of, on our lives. For example, Ronan, you know that most of us use the same password for various purposes, yeah. not to mention login or email addresses. And when the service ABC is hacked, your leak credentials can be used to get access to your other account and different portals. This is called a credential stuffing attack. Yeah. And as a result, when successful, you basically give access to your entire online life to your attacker. And reports from companies like IKMA or Five F Five state that they observe over one million such an attack daily. So, and it's important to remember that this is the beginning. It's only one example of how the data can harm us. So, what we do at NoRD is we produce anonymous, single-purpose identities, so you can keep privacy regardless of what others discover or do with data about you. One click, and you get unique ID with fully functional email, login, password, and on demand you can generate mask phone number and payment cards. Yeah. As a result, businesses see you as a different personas, there is no link between them, and none of these identities leads to your real one. Everything is built upon zero-knowledge architecture. We know nothing about you, your personas, how you use them. Yeah. It's guaranteed by the software. It's impossible for us to collect this kind of information. Uh, the, another important thing is that you can start using your secure persona with all available services from day one. There is no need for integration. And at the same time, we secure businesses from fake and malicious accounts without giving up all your anonymity. So if somebody sells information about you, you're safe. If data breach happens, you're safe. What's more, we can even tell you precisely who leaked information about you. Yeah. For me, what's scary is that when you talk earlier about spear phishing, the worst thing that is that when you get an email from somebody you think you trust, or your work colleague, or family friend, or or or, or, uh, or family, and you think it's from them, and you click on the link, that's the word. That's how these things start. And if you can help stop that, that's a great thing. Yes, and this is some kind of a byproduct of our design because all pieces of identities you create to secure yourself in the internet are unique. So if you throw different pieces of information to a different system, and for example, you start receiving the messages from the email address that was not uh, used to register your account for service X, but somebody tries to impersonate the service, we can quite easily catch that and inform you, okay, this is some shady approach, or give you the chance to, to validate as a, as, a good, as a good call. 
Yeah. So we basically take the burden from people's uh, arms to just checking all the email uh, from headers, uh, validating the, the content of the message and try to just uh, inform you as soon as possible that message can be shady so you can be more, 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 more aware of the situation. Yeah, I'm lucky that I've also got, I have a throwaway email address that I use when I sign up for certain products online, <coughs> I use that email address. And if you get hacked, there's nothing on that uh, data from that that says who I really am. But a lot of people actually don't do that. So they rely on what you're giving them as a service that they know they can trust and it's secure. And they don't have to worry about the email address being, uh, being actually accessed and abused. Yes. Yes. You mentioned earlier about basically uh, cookies that, that, can, that can track you and where you go. Apple yes. now got the technology on the latest iOS update. That makes mm-hmm. sure that can happen. So if you're in Facebook, for example, you, you, certainly, you certainly can't track where you are if you're in another browser or another app because you can stop it happening. Yes, I mean, you can just uh, give your permission to, to other applications to track you, yeah. right? And yeah. the, the disadvantages of solutions like this, I, I'm, not think, I'm not saying that this approach is very bad because it's a good solution, but... Yeah. Usually, when you when you try to block the tracking like this or using the approaches with law regulations and directives, you usually you, you, you risk introducing some kind of uh, uh, differences in a, in a social in a social area because yeah. it will start the situation that okay 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 you can have this the services uh, for free we won't uh, we won't track you and stuff like that but you need for example pay for that. And uh, part of the society that is uh, that is less money yeah. will be forced to just pay with their privacy. So that's why that's why that's why we decided to start NoID because ninety-five uh, percent of Americans and sixty-two percent of Europeans are concerned how companies use their data, right? Yeah. And this statistic is not from yesterday. So people tried different approaches and we created different technical solutions to fight privacy violation data breaches. So like I said, we have a law approach like GDPR in Europe, we have the CCPA in the US. Yeah. We also have the excellent passwordless solution or the centralized identities built on blockchain. Yeah. And people, like you mentioned, already use uh, services to ma- mask their data, like temporary email, virtual phone number and virtual mask card. Unfortunately, all these solutions provide only partial protection and it's not for everyone. So let me briefly elaborate of what I mean by that. So actions required by laws and regulation are in fact only a promises to us users because there are enforcement issues and services tend to create a tricky privacy policy which nobody reads and nobody understands what's going on inside. But the most problematic thing is that although the unfair company or hard company pay the penalty, your data is gone. Right, so it's gone. Yeah. Secondly, the uh, besides all the huge advantages of the passwordless technology and the centralized identities, they also have one big drawback, and that is the need for integration. We are an, at mercy of online provider in area pro, of protecting privacy, mm-hmm. and some business owners simply don't have enough resources to do it, and some consciously avoid such a move because they have some economical gain with collecting the data. So when it comes to masking data itself, of course we used to 
use all this kind of services, but so the idea is nothing extremely novel, nothing extremely unique, but all available solutions have two significant flaws. First, the comfort is obtained for the price of centralization. So these services are single point of failure. Everybody with access to internal data can recreate the relationships between user, virtual identities, and even reveal real names. And behind anybody can hide multiple actors from employees, providers, to bribe officials and cyber criminals. Second, there is a constant dispute between customer privacy providers and website owners. Companies tend to look suspicious at random emails or phones, and they even claim such data can destroy their businesses. And as a result, we as a customer have some difficulty in taking care of our anonymity and privacy because services block or actively pay protection attempts. So at no idea we combine, we decided to just solve the issue and we combine the, th- the three things. The convenience of centralized system, the security level of manually handling everything without third party help, and we try to change the external services attitude from repulsive to attractive. It's been a hard cryptographic challenge to solve this, but we managed to do that by introducing and designing two concepts, persona separation and business-friendly limits. The former guarantees the non-linkability of identities, and the latter allows us to control the number of ID one user can create to interact with a specific service. And all of this happens without us knowing anything about you, what and how many identities you have. It's all possible thanks to our zero-knowledge protocol and its implementation at trustless paradigm. So basically, you can use our technology without trusting us at all. I then, guess, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Uh, uh, well, well, one last thing, because the problematic thing can be the phone numbers or payment cards, because from outside perspective, they are all looks like registered to an OID company, right? So yeah. your privacy is protected. But here somebody can shout, wait, there are telco laws, we have anti-money laundering procedures, how can you provide us with such uh, resources? And yes, indeed, we need to be compliant with all such regulation. And to do that, we conduct KYC, Know Your Customer Procedure. And we only do that if you decide to use a payment card or phone number for most of the countries. But it's important to remember that we only keep minimum information to that allows us to operate legally uh, and provide you with services. And we, at any time, we only uh, possess the information like what phone number on which card number was given to which real user, but we have no information which secure identities use that card, what you purchase and stuff like that. And in case if some adversary wants to discover who hide behind the particular anonymous identity X, he will need to break into multiple businesses located in different countries, yeah. different servers, to gather and combine all pieces of information. And even in that case, if your one ID is compromised, we don't have a domino effect where compromise of one ID leads to your full exposure. Yeah, for, to me, was... And because... Sorry, go on, sorry. 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 You go on, sorry. And, and, and the important thing also is because... Uh, we need to store some uh, sensitive information. So, our, because our approach to protecting uh, privacy is 
uh, is uh, like to say uh, holistic. Yeah. So we also just introduce and like to protect people at different areas. So we are also working on building our own private infrastructure. So we are the only guardians of the sensitive information trust us with. And most importantly, our company is incorporated in Iceland, the most privacy-friendly country in the world. So we'd like to protect you not only at the software architecture level, but also at the low level. So we avoid the situation when the guys in the black suit knocks our door and say, give me the information. Or if we disagree, we need to shut down our business. So the only situation where we will be forced to give authority and information, and like I said, it's minimal information yeah. required by the law, is when we receive the legend and when we receive the uh, course order with real reason to, to, to share that. So we'd like to just use all existing law mechanism, all acceptable norms to create the solution that minimize the information exposure about yourself in the internet. Yeah, and for me in the past, the worst thing for a company is when they get data breach and how long it takes them to tell the rest of the world we've been hit. Normally it could be two or three years, but at that time you, you've been compromised many times. Yeah. Yes. And you can also think that the another byproduct of our approach is that we can handle the situation because if the company X is breached, the data is going to be used somehow. So yeah. if somebody tries to use the information to attack you directly, we can use the mechanism I described below. I mean, the tracking, the conversation, say, okay, this is something shady happening. And in other cases, when the leaked information end up in a black market, in darknet and somewhere else, by looking at the data itself, we are able to tell exactly where the data leaked from because the data is unique. Yeah. So first we can just inform our user, okay, this ID or set of IDs is compromised. Stop using it, simply detach from that and you're safe. And at the same time, we can just inform the companies that the information is leaked uh, so they can just uh, narrow the, the time span and narrow the, 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 the places uh, and start looking for, uh, for, for, for a source of a leak. You don't think no free Plus, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I also like to say that uh, it also creates some kind of a pressure for a companies because if our data is unique and it ends up in a dark, dark market, uh, uh, it also forces companies to protect our privacy even more because if they will try to cover the, the incident, yeah. no matter how much they will try to cover the incident, the data itself will say what the source of the leak was. So, it, so, so I think using the no ID improve the privacy protection level for everybody, not only for uh, no-ID users. Yeah. For me, I'm thinking of the recent Facebook hack, where at times in the past, if you join the website, they ask you, oh, to save you uh, creating a new, a new persona, you can log in with your Facebook details. Now that can be used with people. If they hack Facebook, which they did do, that data can be used elsewhere, which is scary. Uh, yes, exactly. I mean... Like I mentioned before, if we try to, uh, I mean, the data brokers are a great example of the, of the danger because they collect the information from different places and one leak is enough just to expose really whole persona. 
Yeah. And because it's easier for us to use, like you said, uh, Facebook identities or Google ID just log to the system because yeah. uh, we first give Google the more control over our lives because when you take a look at the email service, when you use the Gmail address for all the services you are using, you practically give up your own life to Google because they can reset your password if they want, they yeah. see where you live, watch what kind of food you order, where you spend your vacation and stuff like that. Uh, and the same situation happened with the, with the Facebook. So it's not only that we block the application for tracking us by cookies or getting all analytics of our moves, we need to also get back control over the information we currently don't even have idea that they exist because yeah. they happen, everything happened in the background. Yeah, and, and, and to me, it's scary when, when you don't realize you're giving Google and Facebook so much uh, information that they shouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes we, even if we are curious or we want to be uh, sure that we understand everything, we, we, we read everything, what they ask us for, we privacy policy, but uh, it's difficult to imagine how some pieces of data can be combined together to create different kind of uh, category of information. And especially if the company just share the information, sometimes legally, sometimes under the, uh, under our eyes. Yeah. And you just share your information with company that sell your socks. But the simple address is enough to, for that company to, to, to know that you've been in uh, Asia or you buy this or uh, buy that. And they can just prepare a special offer for you. So even though you have a quite trust that the relation with the SOX company, you, you are not fully aware that they have much more information from you. And selling SOX is it's not dangerous, but sometimes the system take a decision whether you should uh, receive the, the credit or you're allowed to do one thing or another. And because the algorithm by itself are biased, but if we... Uh, if the algorithm is fed with the data we have no control over or we are sure they don't have this data, we don't even have a chance to, to protest because we are not sure that they are giving some decision based on the information, such information. Yeah, and for me, what's kind of scary is that when you have to sign up for a service and, you, and they give you a big long, long page and pages of, of, of data you have to read before you actually agree to the terms most people don't read and just click the very end, not knowing how it's been processed after they've done this. Yes, and the funny thing is that uh, before we have all the cookies law and GDPR, it, it was kind of uh, people w weren't aware that companies uh, that companies uh, collect this kind of information. And right now, when we because we have no choice, we need to click "I accept this." we unconsciously giving the rights to our information to the company, yeah. uh, which was never um, accepted before. And like you said, the privacy policy are usually written in, in, a, in a strange word using uh, legal jargon. And most of us don't understand, not mention that these texts are usually very long to read. Yeah. And usually when you just read the privacy policy, you have some references to other services' privacy policies. So you, you can imagine reading one document as a web of uh, infinite number of connections to different documents. So if you want to be 
fully aware of what's going on, you will be trapped in an infinite net of information and you're finally lost. And I'm glad that you mentioned this point because uh, besides the platform we are creating to uh, to, be, to, to generate secure identities, we also are working on the artificial intelligence module that is able to analyze, summarize uh, in, in, in a simple language uh, the documents of privacy policy. And what's more, we want to uh, detect all hidden threats to your privacy by analyzing these documents and all references that are hidden to other companies. So our goal is to create a widget that when you visit a page for the first time, in a matter of seconds, you will receive the information, okay, the privacy policy is good, or if not, you will be listed with the uh, simplified version of the document with all the potential threats that yeah. can happen to you on that site. And this is a, this module is a good uh, add-on for our whole platform because this information will I'll make a decision, okay, I want to use this service giving the, the, the real name because I need that or stuff like that, or I definitely need to use the anonymous identities because there are a lot of things going on and I'm kind of scared of this. Yeah, because at the moment it's scary when you go to a website and you sign up and you've got this big long page, you've got to scroll down, down, down to read everything in there, and you think, I haven't got time to read this, and it's hard yeah. to pick out which sections are important to me and not important to me. At least what you're doing now with the AI is giving you what you need to know. Yeah, exactly. And like I mentioned before, all the role regulations only make the company to create even trickier documents. So we yeah. are so they are legally accepted, but we are more lost. And in consequence, we simply click accept. And I think the only situation when we have a chance to find out that the company we have never heard before has access to our data is when you visit the sites like have I been pwned or received the notification that your data was leaked from company XYZ and you didn't heard about that before, right? Uh, so, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of about, you know, about maybe six, seven years ago when Yahoo got attacked and it took them two more years before they actually officially announced we've been hacked. And during that two years, yeah. your data was been used numerous times without you knowing about it. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, Especially when the, 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 the fresh stuff is in the market, you're going to see a significant number of attacks at your data because everybody, including script kiddies, yeah. like to uh, gain something from that. So yes, and you, you usually, like you said, companies, uh, it takes a lot of time for companies to, to discover they were breached, especially the, not the, the huge corporation, but uh, mid-sized small companies. Yeah. So we as a customer are usually unaware that something bad is going to happen to us. So somebody can just operate and impersonate us, doing hard for someone else or, or uh, silently stealing some small amount of money for us, and we won't even notice that. Yes. Yeah. And I guess before we finish, how has the pandemic affected and what you guys have done with no ID? Has it been good or bad thing? The pandemic uh, doesn't affect uh, our work in a sense that we continue working with the solution. But the pandemic, the statistics are different, but let's say the uh, usage of internet doubled, right? Yeah. And it has a few consequences. The first one is more of uh, us are 
forced to move more part of our lives to the internet. So we are start using more services. We are putting more our data in different places, and it attracts more criminal, right? Yeah. And besides more criminal, it also gives them the the more opportunity to fish us. For example, because the attack detector is special large, because they can impersonate other services. There are places they didn't check up before, but now they contain a lot of information. And because it happened so quick, the, the small company didn't have a chance to secure the system enough. Uh, and we also have a group of people that before pandemic had some objections of using online services or purchasing things online using cards. And now they are basically forced to, to, to do some things online. And this group of people is especially vulnerable because they are not aware of the danger that can happen to them. And this is the situation where the attackers take advantage of. And it's very important to remember that criminals already know how to cover their tracks on right? It's yes. we, the normal people, uh, the ones who are left with no privacy protection. And that means that the pandemic increased the significance of our work because there are more situation and more people that needs to be taken care of yeah but uh, that's good to hear and uh Masek, thanks so much for a great enlightening chat and good luck in future with no id and what you're providing the service is going to be very very useful especially as we go more and uh, we keep sticking to remote working and and do more of our work online yes yes so, so i hope right right now we are in an alpha version yeah and there are a lot of work to do but we try to, the plans are to expose a public beta version in the late summer this year. Yeah. Uh, so people have a chance to, 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 to experience what the application is about. And we don't run ads. We don't have data to sell, but the application needs to be maintained deployed. But at the same time, we believe that privacy is not commodity. It's everybody's right. Yeah. So we designed our business model the way that allows us to offer secure personas for everybody for free. The only thing you're going to pay for is the things you already use your money for in other services, like extra space for uh, messages, uh, payment cards, phone numbers, and stuff like that. And because we are trying to release our public version e in the late summer, but I'd like to give our listeners uh, of our today conversations uh, some chance to experience and touch the product before it's publicly available. And we decided to create the opportunity that in the third week of June, the limited number of people who use the special code, yeah. and the code is from Ronan06, will be able to register their accounts and have a chance to validate product themselves. And we also provide these people with extra credit for services like virtual phone numbers so they can fully uh, enjoy and test the product before it's public. That's great. Thanks, And Before we finish, where can we go to uh, log on to uh, avail this? What's your website address? Uh, our website is noid.today. Okay. And if you have any question or like to share some thoughts about anything concerning the privacy, not only you can just reach me by... Uh, the email address M-A-C-I-E-K at noid.today that, that's, that's great. Thanks so much for that, Masik. Have a great day and good luck in Thank the future. Thank you for having me.
Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News, on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news, on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE, and on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.